Welcome to Sovereign Self, weaving spiritual awakening with the fabric of everyday life. Your host is Zofia Renea Morales. We'll discuss and show you how you can achieve the highest potential in your life through divine wisdom and really live. Now, here is your host, Zofia Renea Morales. Hello and welcome to another episode of Sovereign Self. This is your host, Sophia Renea Morales, and we are wrapping up the year here and recapping. We're celebrating wins and identifying do-over opportunities for 2020. Uh, it's really important to me, this idea of looking back at what you've accomplished, whether it was what you had planned on or not, uh, and unpacking, you know, what what did I do well? What did I not do well? Uh, and how can I be better, bigger, bolder the next year? This is part of the reason that I chose to sponsor the 2020 Resolutions Cap Summit, which is coming up on January 15th. If you have not registered for that, I would invite you to check it out at 2020resolutionscapsummit.com. Uh, it's a free online summit. As the interviews are released, you can listen to them for free, get the information, get the wisdoms, and take that forward to help yourself to overcome the places where you've been limited in the past or to use them as a springboard just to take you to a higher level. I know we're all at different points in our process in life and we want to support you in getting to whatever your next step is because solopreneurs, entrepreneurs, people with missions and messages are so very important in this world and you make such a huge difference when you touch one person. And it's amazing the simple things that make the big difference. And we want to support you not just in the simple things, but even bigger things if you are feeling moved to that. So 2020 resolutionskeptsummit.com. And I will now introduce our panel today. We have an absolutely fabulous panel. They're part of the 32 experts that are coming from four continents to share their wisdom with you on the Resolutions Kept Summit. And our first panelist is Lauren Clement is an international award-winning personal branding expert specializing in neurobranding. Her best-selling guidebook, Selling You, is in its fifth print run. She mentors entrepreneurs, leaders, change makers, and those who want to stand out for what they believe in to package their natural skills, talents, and expertise so they can easily explain what they do and why someone should choose them, and most importantly, to avoid Wolf Tam Marketing. That stands for A Waste of Flipping Time and Money. Our second panelist is Lori McSwiggan, an entrepreneur, a Reiki master, a certified REAP practitioner, and founder of our site, yourlight.com, an online healing collaborative providing business structure for healers to extend holistic healing services, as well as inspiration, guidance, education, training, enriching experiences, and insightful events. Our third panelist is Kimberly Love a radio show host on Crushing 40, author and a resiliency and empowerment coach for women. Her book, You Taste Like Whiskey and Sunshine, takes the reader through Kim's journey overcoming abuse and transforming her life. Now she supports and inspires other women to do the same. Crushing 40 is about empowerment and helps women to learn to have fun, to go past fear, and to discover the life they've always dreamed of. Her mission is to build generations of stronger, more resilient women. Madeline Davis is a multiple number one international best-selling author and internationally recognized master parenting, life, and business coach strategist. She helps coaches, influencers, and solopreneurs just like you create, grow, and develop the six-figure business of their dreams in ways that are fast, simple, maximize their impact, and make them the most money so they can stop having to go to work and start loving their work. Chantelle Girardi our final panelist, has a diploma in social media marketing and is a qualified and award-winning Facebook strategist who empowers business owners with the skills and strategy to grow their business using Facebook. Nominated 100 Coolest Companies in Australia, Empowered Mums Small Business Finalist, and a finalist in the Telstra and Queensland Business Excellence Award Along with being featured on the Channel 9 News, Chantelle is passionate about helping business owners gain Facebook marketing skills to succeed in their business. Welcome, ladies. I'm so glad to have you here with me today. So happy awesome. to be here. 
Yay. So happy. So let's kick it off uh, and talk about what your big wins were this year. Why don't we have Lauren kick that off? Thank you so much. It's awesome to be here, Sophia. Um, yeah, our big win for the year has got to be our very successful trip to New York this year to attend the Women in Business Awards with Stevie's. And we walked away with 37 awards for ourselves and our clients, which was absolutely unbelievable. Woohoo! Um, and um, <laughs> a number of tables full of Australians who have been very loud and raucous on the night. I'm not quite sure whether the Americans were ready for us, but we, um, we showed up, which was good fun. Um, so my business partner and I, Annette Densham, um, helped actually create a hundred award entries this year for our clients and um, at the Stevie's we also picked up the Grand Stevie Award. The next nearest to us I think had about 35 points and we had 63 and a half. So um, a big year for us for awards and given that Annette and I have only just started the Audacious Agency this year, we've been working together for a little while but and he just jumped into business together this year. It's a pretty big start for the year and very, very impressed with, um, with the women who who just did amazing things to step out of their comfort zones and get over that itty-bitty shitty committee um, that often tells us we're not good enough and any minute now someone's going to find out we're just an imposter um, and put themselves out there and went for awards and to see the self-development was just fantastic. Yay, that's lovely. L'Oreal, why don't you share your big win with us? Certainly. Uh about two years ago, my business partner and I, we launched our online holistic collaborative. And since then, especially in this past year, we've brought on 15 soulful practitioners and we're so happy to have them because with each soulful practitioner, what that allows us to do is to reach more people and spread love, light, and healing in many different ways uh, to the world. And someday, you know, we'll have more than 15, but for right now, that's been a wonderful number and it just shows that um, we're growing steadily and uh, with a very diverse group of practitioners. So that's something that Lynn and I really wanted to celebrate. That is a beautiful celebration. And Kim, what is your celebration for 2019? Well, at the beginning of 2019, I started getting into um, the idea of hitting the public speaking arena. And to me, that was a huge fear of mine because, you know, I'm so comfortable being on the radio that the idea of going out in front of a crowd of people was made me a little bit uncomfortable. So the idea that I kind of forgot my fear and decided to do it anyways was, was a huge win for me because, you know, it allowed me to connect with so many amazing women and to help them through the processes that they were going through in their life. And it just completely changed my life in a way that, you know, helped me to grow as a speaker as well as, you know, helping others living the life that they deserve to live, um, overcoming their past and facing challenges in the future. So that was my big one, win, basically overcoming my own fears in that arena. So That is wonderful. And that, that's a big one. Most people would rather die before they would stand up in front <laughs> yeah. of a group. <laughs> There's a reason we become radio show hosts. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so yes. I see you and I salute you. That is an amazing win. Thank you. Madeline, what is your big win for this year? Whoops, unmute yourself. There we go. Thank you. Um, I'd like to say that most people feel like they're going to die. <laughs> Not that they die, but they might <laughs> So um, that's a huge win, and congratulations to um, all of our amazing panelists. Um, I would like to um, talk about my wins, which are I launched two number one international best-selling books this year uh, through my guaranteed bestseller program. That is a huge win, not just for myself, but for all of my collaborators who each got to um, work with me for 30 minutes and become a best-selling author. That's great for their business and for their um, uh, positioning themselves as an expert and uh, spreading their message. I was also confirmed as a TEDx speaker um, just recently. I'm really excited about that. I'm going to be um, doing my talk in April, and that's been on my bucket list. So, congratulations. Um, that's a big deal. That's a big deal. I'm really excited about that. Um, I'm in. Um, very advanced uh, talks with the United States Army about bringing one of my programs to the United States Army. And it's a really 
huge contract. So I'm very excited about that. And lastly, I would like to consider the success of all my clients who are really um, making money, doing what they love, and building the business of their dreams. And that is my mission um, in life. My mission and my message is that you can make money uh, doing what you love from the comfort of your home. So that their success is my win. So absolutely. That, that's a beautiful thing. And that's one of the, the things that I looked at when I was choosing people to participate in this summit. I wanted people who were not just experts in what they did, but who put the success of their clients ahead of, it, and not even always ahead of, but they, they yoke it evenly with their own business success so that it's an even partnership and everyone is winning moving forward. And so that that's a wonderful thing. I love hearing that. And Chantel, last but not least, what are your big wins for this year? Thank you. Yeah, at the beginning of the year, um, I really wanted to be put in front of more people so I could help more people. Um, what I realized after three years of, of uh, being a Facebook strategist is so many business owners are either wasting their hard-earned money away or pulling their hair out because they're so incredibly stressed uh, but not making money or losing it with Facebook. So um, for me, I did that in a, a number of ways. The one was through awards. Um, so um, I did also get two bronze at the International Stevie Awards as well, uh, thanks to um, Annette and to Lauren, and um, and a few other awards. And I also wanted to be able to travel so I could be in front of more people. So I did also join forces with the Heal Yourself Expos in Australia on the committee there, as well as a uh, networking group in Australia so I could travel more, be in front of more people, speak at more events, um, which was absolutely amazing. Um, and part of that was then developing my, my do-it-yourself Facebook marketing program, my online program. So I had a low-priced offer that I could offer people that people all across the world could access and be able to use and get results from it. So very proud that that, that, that finally has come together. Excellent. That is awesome. What an amazing, amazing list of wins. I'm just, <laughs> it excites me. And I, uh, I will share my own big win this year, which is you're listening to right now. <laughs> the, the radio show is my big win for this year. That was my big step out of the, um, of the spiritual closet, if you will, because I was keeping an extremely low profile prior to this. So this entire year has been about visibility and exposure for me. And so you, you are listening to my big win right now. <laughs> so. I know we've, we've kind of looked at the really big stuff, but we aren't just, we don't just step out this way, right? You don't just suddenly establish an agency and have never had any experience leading up to that. And it's this overnight excess, success. There's always a process that goes behind that. And there are always do-overs and things that we have to identify as we go along. So I would like to hear from you guys, what are the do-overs that are on your list for this year? Let's start with Miss Lauren. Thank you so much. Yes, do-overs are really important in business. I think it's um, vital that you keep improving um, rather than thinking you've got it all made. There's no such thing as perfect. In fact, the word perfect can also be said perfect. Um, and I think people strive for something that's perfect and, and it'll never be perfect. But what you can be doing is perfecting it as you go along. And I think and it's more important to think about the word perfect as being something that you keep going at rather than aiming for the impossible. So um, one of the big things that, um, that was our real stumbling block this year, as you've said, Zafia, is starting a new agency, the Audacious Agency, and a business partnership. And I'm sure everybody else on the call and those listening have had the same situation I have, where I've had really bad business partnerships in the past. Um, you know, losing lots of money and lots of sleep and friends and, you know, cl being close to ending up in court with some of them. Um, you know, two really nasty business partnerships. Well, partnerships have turned nasty um, because we weren't prepared properly for them. Mm -hmm. So with this new partnership with myself and Annette this year, 
we've sort of been successful despite ourselves. <laughs> so, <laughs> it's yeah, known to happen. <laughs> we've just been so busy getting on with what we've been doing and being very successful, but we haven't got the business systems and structures and things set up. And I know normally with business partnerships, you have the real geeky numbers person, the engineer or the accountant or the, you know, the financial driven person, and then the creative person, the, the, the Steve Jobs and the Steve Wozniak, you know, you have those two different balances. Unfortunately, with Annette and I, we're both creatives. She's a publicist and I'm a, a branding person. So, so we know we've got a big gap with our <coughs> systems and processes and, and just making sure things are set up properly. So the do-over for us this year is we've actually got a meeting set for, I think it's the 7th of January, to set up where is our business going, what are the, the gaps that we have. We have the five different pillars to our business that we're going to be discussing, including our sales processes, our organisational structure, everything to do with how the business partnership actually functions. Um, because it needs to support you. I think the big thing, especially in business and especially women in business, is we need to create great foundations for what we're doing. It's great to have lofty goals and great ideas, but you need to have a foundation. And a, and a way, I think Madeline said it really well, it's so important to you love what you're doing, but you've got to make money. You know, we have mm -hmm. to have that flow coming into our business. Um, and, and the Spanish call it simpatica. You know, you have to go with the flow and make sure that everything's working fine and, and everything's flowing along. And if you don't have those systems and processes and the structure in place, it's just a, a disaster waiting to happen. So that's the do-over for yes. us is to get those things set up. And I applaud you for, for focusing on something that is not in the center of your wheelhouse for either of you, because it's very easy for us to go, oh, well, you know, the, nothing's broken right now. I've I don't need to pay attention to that. And then the wheels fall off, you know, several months down the road. So I, I salute you for making that a priority and taking that on. So L'Oreal, what is your do-over this year? Well, I'm so happy that I fo followed Lauren because she spoke to so much of what I've experienced leading into my own do-overs. Um, I do have a business partner uh, also, and we've been very fortunate that we've been able to work through a lot of our different um, perspectives, we'll call them, because I am that I'm the one with the vision. I came with the vision of Our Sight, Your Light. I knew that what I was supposed to do in this lifetime was to share this vision of love, light, and healing. And she is the one with the engineering background. And uh, so I put the vision out there and she helps me ground it into reality, which sometimes I just don't really like reality. So I had a big... <laughs> I think you're vision, not alone in that. <laughs> right? Like... I saw it. It's possible. I, I envisioned it. I wrote it down. Um, and so here's actually, even just from hearing um, the folks on this panel, it's helped me kind of better articulate my do-over, is that I had this beautiful vision and for a, a service, a membership of um, healing and intuitive guidance for, for people that couldn't maybe afford something every month, like a full-on $200 healing and intuitive guidance session. But I felt like this type of service, but what I didn't, and Lynn helped me put all the processes in place to launch that, but what we didn't do very well is visibility. And that mm. is our um, place where we're lacking, that we just don't have the um, knowledge and we don't have the resources. and. So our do-over is to go back to the drawing board. We put our membership on hold um, until 2020. You know, we are very gracious for those that trusted in us when we launched, but we also told them we will be back, you know, bigger <laughs> and better, um, but we need to figure out how to deliver a service that's going to call and speak to more people. And then we need to uh, find the people that will be in alignment with the service. So it's that's our big do-over for 2020. And now that I have all these amazing award-winning panelists that are going to help me <laughs> do that, like, I mean, <laughs> could I have been in the better place at the at a better time, right? So I'm it, it, it always that. comes together. D divine serendipity is always at play. <laughs> so we are coming up on our break here. I would like to invite you out there in listener land to grab a pen and paper while we're on the break and list out what your wins are for 2019. I know some of us have had amazing years with wonderful wins that sound like this. And some of us perhaps are coming from a more challenged place where it's like, look, I survived. 
Okay. If your year is I survived, write it down because that is so important. It, it may not sound like anything that, that moves mountains, but it makes all the difference that you are still here and still moving forward on your mission. So celebrate yourself for that. Uh, one of the things that helped me with this when I was in corporate, I used to have to write my own annual review every year. And I discovered one of my secrets was to go back through my email. And that helped me so much to remember what exactly did go on. And it helped to remove distortions around things I didn't get accomplished as opposed to the things that I did get accomplished. So I would invite you to go into your email if you need to go into your email to do that list. But we will be back in two minutes. So don't go too far. The email will still be there after we get back from the break. This is the Voice America Influencers Channel. Be inspired. You are listening to Sovereign Self with Sophia Renea Morales. We'd love to hear from you on the show today. Call in to 1-866-472-5795. Again, that's 1-866-472-5795. Or if you'd prefer, send an email to asksophia at transformationspace.co. Now, back to Sovereign Self. Thank you for hanging in with us through the break. This is Sophia Renea Morales. I am here talking to Lauren Clement, uh, advertising executive and PR specialist, Chantel Girardi. She is our Facebook and uh, our Facebook wizard, I will call her. (laughs) We have Lori L., an entrepreneur in the woopreneur space. We have Kim, who is about women's empowerment and coming out in the world with your life-changing message. And Madeline Davis, who is about helping entrepreneurs have that business that feeds their soul and a money stream that feeds your lifestyle. So I'm so happy to have you ladies with me. We were in the process of talking about our do-overs before we went to the break. Um, And we had just wrapped up with L'Oreal. So Kim, what is your do-over that you're going to focus on in 2020? Well, one thing that I learned this year is that I need to start asking for help. Um, My mom raised me to be very independent and that allowed me to be strong and resilient in my life, but it also made it difficult for me to ask for help. So I'm, you know, growing this amazing business this year, but, you know, I need marketing, I need a publicist, I need all these things, and I'm doing them all by myself. And I'm thinking, no, I can do it. I can hustle. You know, I'm doing all the things. And my do-over for next year is going to be hire some help. I would like to get a VA, a virtual assistant. I'm getting a publicist. I'm taking some time to myself and letting other people take over for me. Um, that was, that's my big do-over is that I need to be able to be comfortable with letting go of the reins a little bit instead of keeping everything so tightly to myself. So that's what I've learned over the year is it's okay to ask for help. I don't have to do everything. So that's my do-over for 2020. I love that. That's a beautiful do-over. And I think one that many entrepreneurs put off way past the point where we should bring somebody in. I know I've been guilty of that myself. Um, But I I have released the reins somewhat. (laughs) I actually have a tech person who's helping me now. I actually have a VA. And they they came at the most auspicious moments. So it's really exciting to hear that you are expanding that way also. Yes. I'm so excited. <laughs> Thank you. Madeline, what is your do-over for this year? Thank you. I would just like to say that I'm loving this conversation and it all kind of wraps up with all the ladies are saying is um, I always talk about the three S's of success are system, strategy, and support. And that's what we kind of keep hearing over and over again. So it feels like 2020 is going to be amazing for all of our panelists. So I just wanted to put that out into the universe. So um, what I would like to say about um, and and piggy banking, piggybacking on what um, Chantal said earlier with the play on the word perfect and perfect is that um, I have my um, guaranteed seller program, which is amazing. And... 
did what it's supposed to do, right? So I guarantee that my collaborators will be a best seller. However, I did notice um, in the program that they needed more help. So after they became a bestseller, they didn't know kind of what to do with that. So they didn't know how to leverage their bestseller status, um, which is, of course, what I'm interested in, right? So I'm interested in, um, you know, my clients creating the six-figure business of their dreams. So if they become bestsellers and then they don't do anything with it, it looks nice it. on the wall, but that's about it. Yeah. Yeah. It's awesome to say it and it makes you feel good, but I wanted them to use their positioning of their expert status and to gather the leads and to, um, you know, get, explode their visibility opportunities and get booked on podcasts. And I wanted them to really leverage that bestseller status. So um, my do-over, which is actually a do-over because the guaranteed bestseller program is still there, but I'm perfecting it. Yes. Um, is Right. I love that. Um, I added a ton of um, really valuable trainings and resources that would help them leverage their bestseller status so that they would learn how to get booked on podcasts, that they would learn how to um, reach out to the podcast and the summit guests, that they would learn how to angle their message in three different ways so their signature talk can now be three signature talks, which of course multiplies their speaking opportunities and increase their visibility and, and you know, gather tons of leads. Go ahead. Yeah, that, that, that is a beautiful evolution of your, your program and a beautiful way that, that you're expanding that out into the world. And it's, it's a nice example of do-over doesn't always mean failure. It's just we took the data and now we're going to apply it and, and go back in it again and make it bigger and better and more awesome. Yeah. And the do-over can just be it could be better and it could be just different. And I also um, always go back to my clients and ask what would make this better? What, would, what could I have done differently? What would you have liked to see differently? And I learned something very valuable, which I also did over. So I thought I was serving my clients best by dripping out this amazing, valuable content that I just told you about over time so that they only got what they needed when they needed and I thought I was helping in terms of not overwhelming them with so much information. Sure. But the feedback I got back was we want to have all the information available to us so that when we have the time, we can just have access to it. And that informed my decision to put everything onto a membership site and let them be in control of when they have access to it. They can have access to it at 2 o'clock in the morning if they want, 24-7, mm. but... So that was a perfecting of, you know, of that program. So that program just got like, you know, a hundred times better. Exactly. So, that, that's wonderful. Chantel, what is your do-over opportunity? Um, well, this falls back on the wind. So I was very lucky enough to be able to travel all over the country. And I think I've done about 22 trips this year, um, all with um, having my clients along with developing my uh, online program. And what it did was it ended up uh, bringing out a whole bunch of holes that I had in my business, which goes back to a lot of those S's that you were talking about earlier. Yes. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I didn't have enough support to be able to do that. So um, this year I've brought on uh, a different team and that's a process in itself. You know, you've got to let go of stuff. You've got to train them up. You've got to make sure you've got the right person on board. And, you know, I've been through two or three people now. Um, so that was one of the things was uh, a do over, but I've also learned that when you're training them to video it on zoom and save it in, um, YouTube, because therefore when you bring on more team, they can just watch those videos. So that's my tip. Yes, <laughs> that's, that's to I do. like that. That's a good one. It, it saves you <laughs> having to redocument and redocument, right? <laughs> and zoom's fantastic for that. So, uh, record your training. Uh, the other one was, um, that I had a, an abundance of clients coming in, but I didn't have a scalable business. So um, I had to put the, the software into place and the systems into place that literally I could just push a button and everything would happen. And, and, and that's been a massive process because IT is my absolutely worst thing. Like that's the worst thing. That's so ugly. I don't want to do it. It's so challenging. But one of the things that I encourage the people I work with is 
that the people I work with to invest in themselves and to have control over their business. They don't need to always do it, but they need to understand it at least. So yes. I've spent the entire year learning systems and software and implementing it into my business. And it's cost me thousands and I've had to, and I've made huge mistakes and then I've had to redo it again. So um, yeah, it's a process and it's part of the roller coaster ride. And, um, and I think, so if I was going to do over anything, I love that, um, Lauren said that beginning of the year, she's going to go and straight away, you know, get a business plan. It's the same as me. I got a business coach this last month and I went, you know what, I've got this far um, and I've got, I've hit capacity twice in the three years of being in business and everyone will go, well, that's great, but it's not really because I'm not able to help as many people as I'd like to yeah. if I'm not efficient enough. I don't have these structures in place. So, um, yeah, so got a business coach now. I got the, the uh, getting a scalable business in, in in motion so that I can help more people mm -hmm. and uh, not have to pull out my hair at the same time. Exactly. Well, and it's beautiful to hit capacity and then recognize there are ways to expand it further, right? Yeah. <laughs> I love that. So let's talk a little bit about um, some of the lessons we can learn from making mistakes in life. And what is it about making these mistakes that seem to kind of make you feel like I, I don't know if I can do a do-over. Uh, who would like to go with that one first? Uh -huh. They're all just looking at me going, this is dangerous well, ground. I'm, I'm happy to jump in there to start with. I don't know whether I've got it right. But, um, my work focuses a lot on the brain, on how the brain focuses. Neurobranding is my real love, understanding how the brain sees brands. And the things I've learned about failure is that the brain wants to protect you. There's a little part of our brain called the amygdala, and I'm sure everybody knows about the amygdala. It's our fear center. It's our lizard brain, and, and, and it's the oldest part of our brain. It's there to keep us safe. It's there to stop us from making bad decisions. Years ago, it stopped us as cavemen from eating the wrong berries or going to the wrong place and getting eaten by wild things. Today, it's the fear of not looking bad, not making a mistake, not having people laugh at us. And unfortunately, in the world we live in today, and I don't know whether everyone agrees with me, but we live in a very opinionated world. Yes. <laughs> where everybody wants to be right. No one wants to be able to have their own opinion. And um, the fear centre of our brain is getting overloaded with all of this concern that if we don't um, look after ourselves, we don't protect ourselves, we're going to get attacked. So the fear of, of doing something wrong and then having to, to do over and do it all again is the pressure of time and what people think of us and we've let people down and and it just it means that our, if you let that overpower your own brain um your own your own amygdala you end up just getting smaller and smaller and not stepping out of your comfort zone and not doing the right thing so i think as entrepreneurs all of us have an ability to overcome fear we like face fear and do it anyway because we've got entrepreneurial brains which is really cool but the, the, the kryptonite to an to a entrepreneurial brain, even though we're, we're le we have less fear and less worry about what people think about us, I couldn't give a, a toss. Well, I, I don't know about that, but some of us maybe do. <laughs> Most of us as entrepreneurs aren't quite as fearful of making mistakes because we've gone out there and, as Chantal said, we've spent money and time and, and effort on these things and we failed. But, hey, we still survived. As Kim said, I didn't die when I got out there and spoke. I'm still breathing. Um, but the kryptonite that you have with this extra ability to face fear and, and keep do-overs happening is what I call bright, shiny object-itis. Ah, now that yeah, one I have to own. Going <laughs> after the next new thing. So I think the, the, the points that all of us have made, um, I love, Madeline, the systems, the processes, the support, the, you know, if we don't have those things set, our brains will lead us astray. We'll end up just going after the next, oh, this is the next promise. This tech guy has promised us this amazing thing will solve all our problems. We'll get you to the top of Google or we'll, we'll build you a membership area. We'll market you and it'll be fine. And we just jump after these things rather than allowing our brain to actually sit and work through, is this where I want to go? Is this the right direction? Is it going to be a do-over or is it going to be a refocus, a pivot, a change rather than just jumping into it? And I think that's the risk that a lot of entrepreneurs have is that they just jump rather than, you know, stopping and thinking, is this on my business? And I'm sure... Well, you know, and if we thought about it, a lot of times we probably wouldn't, right? <laughs> we wouldn't, but also, and I'm sure um, Lorelei's going to... Everybody's hand is going up, yeah. <laughs> it's got to be aligned, isn't it? That's the whole thing. We've got to align it with our purpose. 
and feel it. Is this the right thing we should be doing before we jump into it? So. Yeah, absolutely. Madeline, what do you want to add to the conversation? Yeah, I'd love to add to this uh, conversation because this is what I work a lot with with my clients. So um, I find that a lot of uh, coaches and my clients, they don't have a filter. So they do have their head easily turned, you know, for every shiny penny. And then they go down these rabbit holes and they've made mistakes. So then they're more afraid to make like more mistakes, time, money, time and money. And those are yeah. the basic mistakes. And, and then you start to question, should I throw more money at this or am I just an entrepreneurial washout? <laughs> right, right. And you're never an entrepreneurial washout, right? Like we all have that in us to be um, an amazing entrepreneur. So the filter that I use is when you are presented with a strategy, you want to think about if it's fast, simple, will maximize your message and make you the most money. And if you go through like a really quick filter like that, um, you could pretty much identify very quickly whether or not you're going to be going down a rabbit hole that is going to take you a lot of time and not get you the result you want. And I'll just quickly also um, combine that with a core methodology, which is if you're always thinking, A-T, about your self, me, money, message, and mission, ATM. And for those of us in the United States, that's an automated teller machine that also brings you money. But if you're always thinking me, message, mission, and money, then you're not going to go down a rabbit hole and you'll make far less mistakes, especially if you combine that with a filter. So yeah, I and to- I, I love that me was the first one on that list because I know for myself, I get excited about, oh, that looks like a really amazing possibility. And I forget that I don't like writing emails, right? So maybe that's not the marketing method I should be focusing on. Maybe I should be focusing on something I love to do, like hmm, a radio show. (laughs) Exactly. And that's exactly it. It's like so often we forget what is it that we love to do so that we might invest time and money into an outcome. And at the end, we have something that we don't really enjoy doing. Yeah, and now you've created a job instead of taking yourself farther down your path of mission. I love that. So I know earlier we went through our wins, and there are obvious, what I want to say, upsides to celebrating the big, amazing wins like Lauren had. We swept the awards when we went to New York, right? Um, But what is the purpose behind celebrating smaller wins? Why is it we seem to fail celebrating them and why should we be celebrating them? Go ahead, Kim. I think the idea of celebrating small wins is to keep us motivated. I think a lot of people forget about their small wins because they're like, oh, it's not that big of a deal. But I think by tracking our wins and possibly even rewarding ourselves for our small wins, it's like it's a reminder that we did good, right? And I think the idea is to motivate us. If we keep celebrating our small wins, we're excited, we're happy, we're, we're feeling like we're actually moving forward in our businesses. So I think the idea of keeping track of them, even in a journal, like I love journaling in the morning, it's part of my routine. So, you know, I always have my wins there. I have my goals there. That's how I do my thing. So for me, it's a motivation. And I think a lot of people find that it's easier to get excited about the small wins because you're like, I am doing something. I'm moving forward. I'm a success. This is good. Yes. And so it's motivating to me. I love that. I love that. In fact, I've, I'm not a big writer of things, as I've already confessed, but I do write down my goals. And I was cleaning my desk a few years ago, and I came across a list of goals that I'd made at one of the lowest points in my life. I was struggling with chronic pain. I just lost a child. And in the process, it was an ectopic pregnancy. I lost my ovary. I lost my tube. There was a bunch of stuff that all happened at the same time. And I looked at this list of goals and it's like, look how far you've come, baby, because my list of goals was to have seven good days in the course of the month uh, to be pain-free and to, I I forget what the other thing was. It, It was all things that most people would take for granted getting up out of the bed every day kind of stuff. But that was huge for me. If I hadn't accomplished those quote unquote little things on my list, I wouldn't be sitting here doing what we're doing here today. And so I looked back at that and went, wow, go you, you overcame chronic pain that the little wins grew into a big win. (laughs) 
Yes. That's what I think we forget is the idea that we have come so far. Yes. And so I love marking it down. We are coming up on another break, but I want to explore this a little bit further when we come back. Uh, If you are out there and you started your list on the last break, I want to salute you. may not seem like a big thing, but I'm going to celebrate that little win with you. Yay, go you. And during this break, I would suggest that you spend a couple minutes and go, where do I want to reset? What's my do-over that I'm going to look at this year? So take a couple minutes, do that, and we'll be right back from the break. Change starts here. Change starts now. Join us, the Voice America Influencers Channel. You are listening to Sovereign Self with Sophia Renea Morales. We'd love to hear from you on the show today. Call in to 1-866-472-5795. Again, that's 1-866-472-5795. Or if you'd prefer, send an email to asksophia at transformationspace.co. Now, back to Sovereign Self. Thank you for hanging in with us through the break. This is Sophia Renee Morales. I'm here talking to our amazing and talented panel, Chantel Girardi, Madeline Davis, Kim Love, Lauren Clement, and Lori L. McSwiggan. And we were discussing before we went to the break why it is so important to celebrate our wins and to keep track of where it is we're at on our process, on our journey, and to give ourselves some high fives. And I know Lori was was making hand signs at me before we went to break. So Lori, why don't we pick back up with you? I, I just wanted to add to this beautiful conversation because I love hearing all the different perspectives and they're all so important. And my life revolves around energy, you know, how I see it, how I help my clients align their energy and how I help them create, I like to call them sacred intentions, um, similar to maybe your journaling. And I help them with their sacred intention setting because it's not just about what you want to accomplish. It's about what's in alignment for your highest and best good. Mm -hmm. So I believe that the universe, I don't care what you call it, you know, um, actually offers us the opportunity of do-overs. And instead of rejection or failures, I like to look at them as detours. And those detours may put us directly in front of like, for example, this amazing panel, you know, of (laughs) people to hear exactly what you need to hear at exactly um, the right moment. So in addition to keeping track of your small wins, um, just adding that extra dose of gratitude every single day for all that is working for you. Because as an entrepreneur, um, it is so easy to get down on yourself when things don't turn out the way you thought they were supposed to. And Mm -hmm. here's that other uh, perspective up here that tells us perhaps they actually turned out exactly as they were meant to turn out for you because there's something I'm going to cry because there's something so amazing right around the corner for you. And I'm crying because I've had so many of those moments. And that's why I'm actually here today because I was supposed to be a superintendent of a large urban school system because that's what I was trained to do. And here I am talking with women all over the world, um, sharing my vision and my gift and, you know, my structure for a very unstructured world of woo. Um, and I wasn't supposed to do that. That wasn't who I was supposed to be when I grew up. Um, <laughs> At least universe, that's what your personality was telling you, right? <laughs> helping me do this over and here I am. So um, that gratitude for like all the rejection and mistakes and um, times we fell down, like, oh, thank you for destroying that relationship to shreds so that I could have this amazing new opportunity that I'm now, you know, looking at. So it's just going back and reflecting on those and and with gratitude instead of remorse or regret. So, yeah, well, and it can take a minute to get to gratitude, right? It's a process. So, I mean, if you're not in gratitude because your relationship just ended, (laughs) that's okay. (laughs) You've got plenty of time to process that through. years here. This has been years, but um, the point is the little things. I'm grateful that I could get out of bed today and I felt less pain, you know, or 
that, hey, two people liked my post. It's not actually crickets. It wasn't Jiminy that liked that. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's well, thank awesome. You. Thanks for hearing me. <laughs> Speaking of crickets and social, why is it important to share some of these little wins out on social? I know that can feel kind of vulnerable, especially if you're in one of those, I'm just kind of getting through the year modes. You want to take that Does one, Chantel? <laughs> yes. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> um, I think, yeah, I love what you said over there because um, th there are different per personalities. So some people may be introverted, some people may be extroverted, and they don't want to just just release everything out if they don't feel comfortable doing it. So, you know, one of the important things that I always talk about firstly is make sure that you understand your privacy settings. So if you understand the privacy settings and how the whole platform works, then it'll be a safe place for you to be able to use it. Um, and when you know exactly what it means when you do post and if it is to friends or if it is to public or friends accept or specific friends, what does that mean? You know, who's actually going to see that? Um, and how can you uh, deal with any sort of conflict objections or any sort of uh, feedback that you may get? Um, so that's sort of the first thing. But th the reason that we want to share these things is at the end of the day, it's social media and social media is social. So if we want to do business or form relationships with people online, it's about connecting. It's about having the same values. So it's about sharing a little bit of yourself. So you want to develop that know, like, and trust, and you want to be authentic and genuine. So when you share your wins and you tell the story from an authentic place and you talk about your wins and your struggles and the process that it took as you went along that way, people come along that, on that ride with you. Uh, they connect with you. Uh, they start to feel like they're a part of something special. Um, and that kind of invites them into your little world. And that's how relationships are built online. Uh, that's how you get warm, fuzzy engagement, um, which means when you then go and you have a desirable offer program and you go to market with it, those people are already warm and fuzzy and they know you intimately and they trust you already. So when you say, this is what I have, they go, please tell me more. Yes, that's beautiful. Let me, let me give a little bit of voice to the Itty Bitty Shitty Committee because I know a lot of us have this voice back there that says, oh, I can't be vulnerable. They won't think I'm competent. <laughs> what, yeah. what do you say to that itty bitty shitty committee voice? Um, I think it makes you human. So uh, for me, it's a case of it makes you human. And in fact, if you're not vulnerable, you don't have to be dramatic because we all know those people who go completely <laughs> the other side of it, those ones that you unfollow. Um, <laughs> it, <laughs> if it comes from a heartfelt space of authenticity, um, I, I think that, that people will see you as human and people really want to connect with other humans that have feelings. So um, but yeah, it is a gradual process. And mostly when, when working with people, it's like anything, it is a process that they have to get their confidence as they move through the platform. Mm. Um, and some people get there quicker and some people need a little bit more handholding. Um, but that's okay. But at the end of the day, if we focus on the impact that we're making in other people's lives, it's not about us. Um, it's about the impact that we can make on other people's lives. It's about empowering other people. It's about, um, you know, helping other people and supporting other people. Um, and if we just focus on that and take it away from ourselves, um, I always talk about a dickhead bubble um, because I go into Facebook or social media and I've got a dickhead bubble. I go and I do what I need to do um, and I come out because everyone says, oh, you must spend hours on Facebook. And I go, no, I don't. Um, you go and you do what you need to do because I've got a strategy and you get out. But they're going to be the more public but you become. That is worth its weight in gold right there, I have to say. <laughs> <laughs> I and want that. <laughs> I have three daughters and all my, you know, they're on, uh, two of them on Instagram now. And, um, and they're on uh, the other one. What's the other one at the moment? The dancing one. Uh, I've just written a TikTok? podcast for it. TikTok. So they're on TikTok. And TikTok, you've got to have a ginormous dickhead bubble around you. Like seriously. Um, <laughs> Because you might go and you might go put this amazing thing together and you might think you look amazing and you've put together this little skit and this little dance and this little dramatic thing and the next minute everybody's just going, that's cringy, that's terrible, that's why did you oh do that? So, you know, we really have to prepare ourselves for the fact that we're going public. So this is why you have to know your settings. Mm. Um, but, yeah, okay. yeah. bubble, it just bounces right off your bubble, doesn't come inside your space and just and focus just, on the one you – just block. <laughs> Don't just even block, block and move on. What do you have to add to this, Madeline? Um, I would love to add on to that. So um, one of the things that I would say to my clients is it's one hour on Facebook 
for a six-figure business. Like if you're spending two hours on, you better be making a lot of money. If you're, t- if you're in that Facebook like suck, time mm-hmm. suck. Um, but um, I think that what you were really speaking to is if I share my vulnerabilities and my failures, quote unquote failures, is anybody going to buy from me? Because I'm telling them that I'm making all these mistakes. So as I've a business- messed up, yeah. I messed up and I'm telling everybody how I messed up and I'm not perfect. So why is somebody going to follow me? And I think that's a lot about why coaches do not want to share their struggles um, on their journey. And as a business growth strategist, I want to tack on about showing what your humanity, what that does in terms of sales. So um, I think we just heard about like what it does in terms of like for yourself to be able to connect with others. But um, the no like trust factor, the point of that is to convert to sales. Because the reason we want people to know, like, and trust us is because we want to be able to impact them with our mission in exchange for some dollar amount. And that's the difference between a hobby and a business is that you're getting paid, right? Right? That we're all in business, right? This isn't yeah. a hobby, right? So we're trying to get that exchange for our um, passion, purpose, education, and experience. And when you, are, when you do show your humanity in the form of your mistakes and your struggles and your challenges, what that's doing is saying to the audience, hey, I'm not perfect. I wasn't born this way. Like I may be successful now, but I was in your shoes. I get it. I understand what you're going through. And you're more likely to convert that way than to say like, well, you know, I haven't had any struggles because then you're not relatable at all. And they may not believe that they can ever get the solution that you're offering because you're just different. You know, you were born that way. You were born special. (laughs) You were born special. So when you show them that, hey, you know, I've been through that struggle and I overcame that and I know the way, hold my hand. I'll take you down this road with me because I know the way out. You know, I, I know my way to the, to the light. You know, you're coming from the dark to the light. Um, you're going to use that no like trust factor to convert um, because you don't just want the expertise, but you have to pair it with the humanity. Yes. So it's expertise and humanity together that converts clients to cash. I hope that's that. helpful. I love that. And, and listening to all this, I'm reminded that I haven't shared what my do-over opportunity is for 2020. <laughs> so I will be authentic and vulnerable about that right now. My do-over opportunity is the summit. Because six years ago, I had my very first summit ever. And L'Oreal, I feel you on the crickets. <laughs> it was really, really... I I put a lot of heart and soul and effort into it, but I had like zero exposure. And I learned a lot of amazing lessons from that, a ton of amazing lessons for that. And one of those is you have to pair with people who are amazing. And that's why I have an amazing panel of speakers with me this time around. So my do-over opportunity is actually the 2020 resolutionskeptsummit.com. And if you would like to support me in the do-over, you could go out to 2020resolutionskeptsummit.com and register and you can see how I'm doing on my do-over. <laughs> so let's see, what else do we want to talk about here? Um, Ooh, I want to bring up, this is an interesting one, because I know I've seen this in my life and other people see this pattern in their life. What if you have an area in your life where that same mistake comes up and back around and up and back around? And I know we all have it in different places, right? We've got the, the one with the serial bad boyfriends. We've got serial bad business partners. We've got, you name it, right? There are many things that cycle. Lori, I saw your hand go up. What what are your insights on this? Okay, so I have uh, been working diligently. Um, if I'm going to show up as a light um, in the world and share how other people can heal, I knew that I had to do my own work. So I have very diligently been diving deep. And it's not just all about light when you're a holistic 
healer and in the energy world, you know, we, we have the light so that it can prepare us to dive deep into our own shadow and into our darkness. So my work has really consisted of the last year to two years has been about understanding what I'm bringing to the table all around good, the good, the bad, and the ugly. Um, Mm -hmm. And how I have looked at all of my, maybe not all of, many of my (laughs) own repetitive cycles, whether they be in the shiny object syndrome, um, the, the implementation and execution in the business world, and most um, importantly, in my own relationships, whether it be with a business partner and with my, you know, my husband and how my relationships have gone. So I believe that when you have a repeating theme in your life, the most important thing you can do is pause and reflect that, okay, there's a much deeper lesson here for me to learn. And I believe it's worth investing your time in you first to work through that cycle, not to look outside of yourself, not to blame anyone else for yet making you feel that way again, but for understanding that no one can make you feel any way, whether it's the haters on Facebook or a problem with your business partner or, you know, within your relationships, it's all about our responses to what's happening around us. So mine, my perspective is all about empowering yourself with knowledge and with that vulnerability of saying, okay, I'm worth it. I'm worth diving into. And if you need help from a light Older, you know, a light bearer, a light whisperer, you know, then that's why there's a business market for what I do is yeah. because we hold that, That's why there's our site, yourlight.com. Right, because yes. I can help you see and help you bring out your own light because after all, you are your own healer. So um, that's the most important thing is to take the time to invest in yourself and mm. understand why these things are repeating because I guarantee you they are the people that are coming into your life are, are merely gifts that the universe is sending to you, albeit extremely uncomfortable. Yeah. Extremely. And some of the best <laughs> gifts come wrapped in the shittiest wrapping paper. Horrible. Manure. <laughs> Absolutely. What do you have to share, Lauren? I just want, that's fantastic advice. I love it. And L'Oreal, you've absolutely nailed it. I think the self-responsibility is so important with that. And it was funny, when we were in New York, we had the privilege of meeting the voice of Siri. She's actually oh. a, an Australian, her name's Karen. She was the voice. It was very funny because we had to apologise to her first for all the swearing that we'd done at her over the years. Um, but, <laughs> I know, you're, you're wrong. I'm going the right way. Um, so one of the things she said, actually, and L'Oreal, it's, it's perfect for what you talked about, making those decisions and deep diving into what you want from this. And, and, and I've got an amazing a woo-woo healer who I work with, the mindset coach, is extraordinary. But I ask all the celebrities that I meet the same question, why is personal branding so important to you? Because I'm just intrigued. And her answer was, when she made a decision that this is what she wanted to do and this is what she wanted to be known for, all of a sudden, all those circles she'd been going round and round and round in and those things she'd been repeating and nothing had been working and the same mistakes were being made, all of a sudden those doors shut and the big doors to opportunity opened. And as you say, L'Oreal, it's now all of a sudden the right people were invited into her life. And she said the minute she decided this is what I want to do and she shut the other doors all of a sudden, the big opportunities happen. Now she's got a show on Broadway that's happening. She's been involved with these amazing celebrities and musicians. She's writing stage plays. She's doing you know, just incredible things that she's always wanted to do but didn't have that clarity before. So you're absolutely right, L'Oreal. It is, I believe, about making a decision that I don't want to repeat that anymore. I want this in my life, and that's what I'm being open to. I love that. Thank you all for contributing with us this week. We are running out of time on our show here. Um, And thank all of you listeners out there who've joined us today. I want to encourage you, if you have one of these cycles in your life, I would like to invite you to make 2020 the year that you really sit with that and discover what's behind that. And we've got as you can tell already just by these five people, we've got some really amazing gifted people who are part of the summit who want to share their wisdom and their support and their expertise with you. So we would like to invite you 
we would be honored to support you in breaking that cycle. So register, get your seat at 2020 resolutionskeptsummit.com and we will see you on the other side. There is an amazing Facebook group that sits behind that where you have an opportunity to interact with other people on your same journey and amazing ways to connect with the, the brilliant experts that are part of this summit as well. So step out, have a tiny bit of faith, a tiny bit of hope in yourself and what you can do next. And join us on the 2020 Resolutions Cap Summit. And until next week, go out and live soul first. Thank you for being a part of our program this week. Sovereign Self can be heard live every Monday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time and 4 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Please join host Sophia Renea Morales again next week right here 